Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Glamour. Hey, it's okay. And it really is going to be okay. I'm your host. I'm Glamour's editor-in-chief, Joe Elvin. We're going to be diving deep and long and hard into some of the most important issues of the day today, which is actually a massive lie, but you know us. We'll still have fun anyway. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Glamour. It's okay. It must be Glamour. Hey, it's okay. I'm joined today by two of my favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> she says that every week, yeah, by the way. It's, that's not true. I, well, this time I mean it. Uh, today we have the uh, now newly labeled pod cupboard stud, James oh, Williams. God. Glamour's James Williams. Oh, yeah. Hello, hello. Hi. I'm going red now. Yeah, but you're loving it every yeah. second of it. All those gym sessions. <laughs> Finally paying off. Finally. Yeah. We need a little, we're probably going to need a little pod cam, aren't we? Oh, God, so no, no, can... no. We like being owl. <laughs> I think we need to put the sexy, hunky voice mm-hmm. to, a, to a visual. No. Get it out there. Come on. Anyway. Especially with that blush. It's really working for you. <laughs> it is. More, more so than for you or me. <laughs> Miss Daisy Lowe in the house. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being here. And, can I, and a special mention to Monty. Who's and like, Monty's who's here too. looking like he wants to be introduced. <laughs> what, what breed is he? Monty's a little Maltese terrier. You are just so beautiful, He's Monty. very, very cute. Yeah. He's ridiculous. And he's nine. He looks like a puppy. I love him. He's so yeah, sweet. My Bella looks like a puppy and she's an old lady. But, yeah. but don't tell any, don't tell Bella that I think Monty's really cute. <laughs> I won't. I yeah. promise. Yeah. We'll don't cheat on your dog with Monty. You can't have that getting around the dog community. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think they do. I do think they go to the park and talk about us all. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I, so he, they, um, my friend of mine babysat Bella and she had Bella in the room with her when she was having a bath and I said I just I think that dog goes to the park and talks about our boobs to everybody soon <laughs> don't you think yeah the terrible gossips dog sure yeah <laughs> yeah worse than cats yeah what do you because they get out more he's like give, he's like give me a microphone give me he's a set there, of headphones he, he wants to get involved I think Daisy he's looking all innocent but if if this dog could talk oh, the celebrity God. gossip the strictly gossip <laughs> and, and suddenly Daisy's blushing <laughs> There's a theme running through this week. Daisy, hello. Thanks hello. for being here. Let's start again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us what you've been up to. Um, so I've just gotten off of the Strictly train um, because it's felt like it's taken over my life for kind of how, the past six months. How long was it? Six months? Six months, pretty much. I mean, we started at the end of August and then the show runs until the end of December and then I went on tour, started in January and finished mid-Feb. So... Got back off tour and it was the most extraordinary thing I've 
ever made myself do. This <laughs> yeah. is why you're looking amazing with yeah, buns of steel. Can I just say, buns 30 shows yeah. in three weeks, you said earlier. Yeah, 30 shows Did in three weeks. Did you not see that shed and just go, oh, you are taking the piss? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just didn't ever think for a million years that I would be able to perform like that I mean I think we got to Birmingham and which was our first stop and we did six dress runs and I pretty much messed up every single one (laughs) and then it got to just before the real life show and I actually just I don't think I've cried like that since I was an actual baby I was like what am I why did I let myself do it it's grueling oh yeah. yeah and and I just thought I've never performed before in my life like this what why would I then go and choose to do it for the first time in front of 9,000 people <laughs> you know who really but in a way that's small fry compared to the 15 million that were watching you every week on TV yes, but I guess it's more physically but it's physically yeah. there yeah. and I think when you're doing this show um, there's 700 people that can watch you in the studio but you know going to then I think the biggest audience we had was 13,000 but do you then just zone out do you just literally what do you do to sort of combat those kind of nerves I think well, you've you've got no other option but actually just going out and doing it. Um, Do they just like push you out with a poker? Pretty much. Sometimes, it, sometimes on the show, it does look like they've just so, someone's having a breakdown and they just push them there down you the go. stairs. Tits and teeth. Tits yeah. and teeth. And just da, 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 da. <laughs> and just really hope that it's one of your good ones. Yeah. Um, and my lo- wonderful dance partner Ali Ash just turned around on the oh, actual first show. Yeah. I know I was very lucky. awful to look at. Though. I, I mean, what? Horrible. To come to work too every day. Oh my word! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't felt like and that since Artem. Artem, <laughs> yeah. so five years ago. It's oh, all about, it's yeah. all about yeah. But he's also just a really gorgeous human being. It's really from the inside out. But he, um, he just after we came off and did the first show, he looked at me and said, "Well, you've really got good timing because you finally got it all right for the live show." I was like, Yay! <laughs> um, and but what um, was it um, really difficult? To, uh, sorry, different depending on which city you're in. Do you really notice a difference in the audience, the, the vibes? You the definitely feel everyone's energy, and so up north everyone gives you everything yeah. and goes absolutely wild the most fun was always on a Friday night and a Saturday night because everyone just and everyone gets everyone really pissed was, yeah. Yeah. the bar was busy <laughs> everyone gets you know everyone's kind of heckling it. no everyone's did you ever just, do it drunk Daisy no honest. I did it very hungover though <laughs> I mean learning how to salsa dance that hungover was really extraordinary was there like a rock and roll element to being on tour you could, obviously, oh, yeah were you like also dancers are wild <laughs> I mean I I thought that I'd experienced a lot being in the fashion industry and hanging out with musicians yeah. and actors is nothing compared to dancers. Really? But as Leslie Joseph says, what happens on tour stays on tour. Very oh. wise. Well, that's highly disappointing. I know. <laughs> but I always imagine that they're quite disciplined. Well, you'd think no. they're, they're so wow. ripped, aren't they? And so yeah. healthy. Yeah, no. It's all an illusion. Mm, yeah. I mean, my, my blood type now is it's only just coming back from tequila positive. Wow. <laughs> God, I'd be dead if I'd been on that tour. It's the power of a spray yeah. tan. A spray Raytan clearly masked a thousand sins and they clearly have a lot of sins. <laughs> and is, what is the thing that you're most proud that you couldn't do that now you could after that whole Strictly experience? Drink. I've <laughs> <laughs> got a really strong constitution. Um, no, I, think, I think it was actually just going out and performing and I think before, you know, I've been a model for 13 years now and you can always hide behind the camera. You're just in one room with, you know, a handful of people and you can 100, I always played characters Characters to kind of get in 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 the mood for whatever we were shooting, um, but then going on to Strictly, it was completely about myself and my self confidence. And actually, 
you can't hide <laughs> you have to and it, it took until the week I was actually kicked out for my salsa it took until that week for Alias to just say look you are actually really good at this you really just need to believe in yourself and it was almost like I finally learned the lesson and got yanked out oh, of the show and, yeah. no but it was an amazing yeah. lesson because it then meant you know I went and did a fashion show um for, I did I walked in Katie Erie's show for men's fashion week and usually whenever I've done fashion shows I always get really nervous and for the first time ever I just thought well no I'm just putting one foot in front of the other I don't have to remember 3,000 <laughs> steps I can just walk and strut and yeah. and feel and it just and feel powerful as well and it it, it taught me so so much I, I don't know how anyone do you remember James is going to hate me for bringing this up do you remember our strutting class oh my god I've I never, still get nightmares about I that I mean and I'm not you know neither James or I are shy but Joris was there as well who's producing for us today yeah. none of us are shy people we've all got big jobs and we're like forever on stage at this mm-hmm. and that or whatever being in this room and being made to strut and pretend I was It was, was a Beyonce. dance like Beyonce class, by the way, just, just to give you some context. Okay. Of the, of the, we weren't just like, strutting around. But I mean, it, but I would have thought that you would have been really good I at that. I could not believe no. the, the self-consciousness yeah. that just swallowed yeah. me whole. But then don't you feel like you go back into being at school and being the last one to be chosen for the team? Yeah. Almost. It very that, much I don't know what you're talking like. about. Okay. That was never me. Never. <laughs> it's always yeah. me. Yeah. I, don't know, I, can't, I can't relate to that experience at all. But Daisy, yeah. I wanted to ask you, because obviously the thing about Strictly is as well is in terms of the audience, it's such a like diverse, you know, everyone from like, you know, five-year-old kids up to like octogenarians mm-hmm. watch that show. Have you noticed that in terms of your visibility when you go out and about now, like, you're recognised by a whole it, new demographic of people? Like, it I don't is know much different. More, yeah. It's definitely different. And um, I got chased down the road by a seven-year-old Aww. yesterday who was adorable. And she said, I cried when you were eliminated. I was like, I'm so sorry. Aww. And it just, but I think, and, and, yeah, 100%. I mean, I took the tube in today and there's lots more whispers that happen around <laughs> me now that definitely didn't happen. And before. are you, oh, there's that girl from Strictly. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, oh, don't, yeah. don't you miss being seven when it was fine to chase people down the street? Now, <laughs> now if you do it. No, yes. It's not so acceptable. Joe, we've talked about that. It's <laughs> yeah. a bit creepy. You need to stop it. But I also think everyone who loves the show, whenever they come over, I always think it's really important to ask if they dance because actually the best gift that Strictly gave me was making sure that I did dance every day. And I I had no idea how... I think with modelling, you're constantly scrutinised for your body. And it was such a gift using my body and feeling proud of it, of what it could do. And, And I think, especially for young people in this day and age with so much social media and everything that's going on, you're constantly bombarded with am I good enough and whatever and actually to take yourself out of that and do something physical and then be really proud eventually of what you can do because it certainly doesn't happen straight away. You've really touched on something that I talk to young people about a lot because, you know, modelling is the dream career for so many people. The big irony is that it it causes so much insecurity mm. and vulnerability. Now, you would think people think if you're a model, you've made it, you've got the approved body, and yet you're still you're still in that industry field. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out. Do you know what I mean? You still feel scrutinised, mm. criticised in that way, and um, I think it can be one of the loneliest, unhappiest professions there is mm. for them. Well, I also think as specifically you know when you start out modeling usually you're a teenager your body changes so much with all of your hormones and and also I'm a big fan of food I love eating I promote healthy eating and happy eating and not so healthy eating (laughs) you're a keen baker (laughs) I'm a keen baker Um, but 
you know, um, and my body shape certainly changes often depending on how much time I have for exercise and, and, and how much I'm enjoying food at that particular <laughs> time. But it's a constant struggle of trying to be kind to yourself. Yeah. And what is that? And is that a mental thing? Is that a physical thing? Um, is that an emotional thing? You know, it's, um, and, and yes, there's, there's so many pros and cons, aren't there? There's so yeah. many highs and so many lows, but mm. um, it's definitely just about being, think, mindful of all of that if that's what you're going if that's your choice and to keep dancing i guess keep yeah. dancing it's certainly 100%. working for you yeah. oh my goodness well also it's awful because now i'm home the idea of going to the gym is a real shame because oh, you just yeah. like it's so much more fun to just go and dance so everyone just dance yeah dance it makes <laughs> well, you happy as well yes well, so we're gonna happy. we're gonna talk about the gym now in a second so yeah okay Are you ready, Daisy Lowe? Oh, I'm always ready. <laughs> Born sort ready. Out all our problems. Whatever we decide today becomes gospel truth. Well, yeah, glamour, okay. glamour law. Okay, all right. Perfect. I love glamour law. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> Is it okay to take gym selfies? I think it's okay to take gym selfies. Yeah, I mean, I think. Are you a fan of the the practice? I. I've been. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's fine art or anything, I mean, but I think. If it's done in a, I think there's two ways of taking a gym selfie. I think that if it's done, firstly, well, actually, no, there's way more than one. I'm going to talk about a few. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. I, I, I didn't know, like, I didn't know, know this my brain's just so going. Big. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking. Yeah. So there's either, you know, I guess it sucks when people are trying really hard to just be really egocentric and show off how ridiculously great they are. And yeah. that's mm. when it makes people feel bad. Yeah. I think... It, and bored. And re- yeah, bored. And, yeah. <laughs> and like, oh no, I shouldn't have eaten that cake <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner. And it's always when you've just <laughs> eaten that cake that those pictures come up as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, but then I think that it can also... They can be used to track yeah. your progress, yeah. as we were talking about earlier. That yeah. I think that that's a lovely thing so that you almost have... A historical record. Don't, of need, what's don't need to going social on. that though, do you? No. I suppose not. But no. then I guess it can also be an inspirational thing for other people. I the only yep. gym things that I've ever really posted have been of actual moves, so that other people could do them themselves. And I'm a big fan of working out at home. I don't work out so much in a gym because I like being able to be in my own space and um, and have Monty there too. Yeah, Monty's not oh, well, allowed I mean, in the I mean, gym. <laughs> God damn that gym. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, um, Daisy. I think this, I, I sort of struggle with this one a little bit, a little bit because I do get, um, and if you talk to a lot of trainers, they will say, you know, uh, weighing scales in particular, things like BMI, they aren't very reliable ways of measuring your progress. Whereas they all say now you should take pictures. Personally, I can't imagine, I still, my ego's too fragile to stand mm. naked in front of a mirror and take pictures of myself. So in a way, I kind of take my hat off to these people that can actually do it. Um, but then... Just need good lighting, baby. I, that's, that's all you that need. That is true. Uh, and face tune. Uh, <laughs> and, and some contouring, yeah. shading makeup. But, um, yeah. but also then on the flip side, you, you know, there are people that I think uh, they do it in a way that I find it quite annoying because I kind of feel like for me exercise is just part of my day part of my mm-hmm. routine it's like eating it's like brushing my teeth mm-hmm. I don't put up a picture of me hey here's me breathing here's me having lunch here's me but some people do that is true actually but <laughs> well, I, I kind of feel yeah. that when it's that level you know it's like mm-hmm. people that basically always give you an update every time they've gone for a run on Facebook mm-hmm. I'm like that's really not interesting to even you <laughs> let alone anyone not else not only that I'm going to be I'm going to be such a Debbie Downer on Go this on. now but I feel like if you are um, 
constantly putting up your gym selfies, constantly putting up your sort of like how many kilometers you've run that day, like every day, sometimes several times a day, then I I think there's a huge chance you've got a problem. You've Mm. got an obsessive Mm. problem and that's not healthy for you. I, I, you know, we're about to run a feature about um, fitness trackers and how they're fantastic for some people. But if you're predisposed to... Being um, too, too obsessed yeah. with your weight, too obsessed with the way you look, then they can actually feed into that mm. obsessive and that neurosis exactly in a, in a really unhealthy way. And, and that, so I, I don't know. I'm, I, I actually, I'm going to be really honest and I might even upset some of my friends. If I see you're forever in the gym posting a selfie or, or a selfie in any context, I'm slightly worried about you, yeah. if well, I'm honest. Because then I guess it gets into the other extreme of... All of that body shaming, but the opposite, you know, the yeah. like, but then I, the inspiration, I, I, I all will, those terrifying. Yeah, things. I will say because <laughs> yeah. I, I am guilty on my Instagram. I do follow a lot of fitness people, uh, and I have to say, some, on the days when I wake up and I don't want to go and do something, mm. if those pictures pop up in my feed, it does get me off my ass mm. and it gets me to the gym. So, but that's an inspirational, yeah, exactly. Thing. So, but so, then maybe I'm not so prone to the things you're talking yeah, about, Joe. But may- I mean, maybe I just don't need that as an inspiration and in fact i'm probably one of the people who that just makes me feel like well all my efforts and i'm never going to look like that so Mm. i i tend to be because you're hot just as you are (laughs) well quite but i I, I tend to self-motivate i I just Mm. know how i feel if i haven't exercised and so that's what i want and you do make a good point i think uh, when you take those pictures you just keep them on your phone if if it's for you to track your progress you don't need to but then i guess some people would then argue well putting it out there again means that you know that they'll keep them on track i guess if well, it's public and and then also there's the good point that you made about it being inspirational to maybe to other people that yeah. if they see that i mean i i'm i'm not one to kind of just take a picture and be all like you can't see what i'm doing because this is a podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm posing around trying to look like i'm in i'm a teapot thing yeah <laughs> I, I was inspired yeah i'm a rip yeah. teapot yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm just yeah. looking for the light guys <laughs> good <laughs> luck in here <laughs> the light in here is terrible <laughs> but i think that if you're using it as a positive measure for other people then that's one thing but i think if it's come if it comes from a place of ego then it's tough. <laughs> Ultimately, I, mean, I think I'm just too British. I just, British people just don't don't selfie in my house. We're far too done, British to do such things. I've done two gym selfies like little boomerangs. I can't take myself seriously. And, <laughs> and there was one because my, my trainer was making me do a move that I can only describe as making it look like I was having sex with a bench. And I just <laughs> thought, this is ridiculous. So I had to share. So that's the kind of thing I share. See, you're yeah. very British, even yeah. though you're Australian, Joe. But that's the thing. You do it through comedy. Yeah. And I think that, again, yeah. gets you... That's your get-a-jail-free card. Mm. If you have an element of like taking the piss out of yourself, I think you can get away with it but on the whole i think um yeah it's a bit of a dicey one i think yeah unless you're actually a, f- a trainer yeah maybe yeah. No, i think i don't know i'm probably gonna get complaints we all will i, I don't know i'm just sometimes when go- i see live and let sat- live yeah, yeah totally yeah so whatever works for you i think you're, what you said about the fitness apps i guess you have to be not careful about obsessing about them too much yeah. and keep a healthy sort of distance and you know a, a relationship with it i think and i think i've i've seen a few girls not to mention any names at all of course that actually have posted lots of pictures of them in the gym and i just think god you look so thin please eat something get out of the gym yeah, and, and get I, a burger I down here. i don't want that inspiring people yeah. you know? no. yeah. thin line millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Is it okay to not bother with something that you've discovered you're just a bit crap at? <laughs> to be a quitter, basically. Yeah, thanks. Um, is that, it okay to be a quitter? I feel like I inspired this topic because um, I, I will hand in the air say I am that person. And I think I was surprised because I, for the very first time, went on um, a skiing holiday. And I was so prepared to go and be crap. Uh, I had the lesson. And, but, you know, I was prepared to be that person falling over, Bambi on ice. Um, what, with your buns of steel? <laughs> <laughs> Why, thanks for noticing, Daisy. Uh, but yeah, so I was so mentally prepared for it. Yeah, I thought I was going to be rubbish and I was going to storm off and just basically do apres ski for the rest of the week. Suddenly, I was actually all right at it, enjoyed it, and really like, basically did it the rest of the week and loved it. And but, now, I, now I'm in the Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> I made it yeah. equal. And I'm doing the jump. No. <laughs> but it did make me suddenly realise, oh my God, you actually are that, I have that quitter mentality. I, mm. Basically, if, I'm, if I don't get good at something straight away, I will just sh- throw the towel yeah, in. I'm I, not I, one I, of the... I think skiing's terrible, and I've, I've never done it. <laughs> just, I just know that it's... Well, I think a lot of people yeah. think they're going to be awful at it, yeah. but I, it did make me think, you know, even as a kid, like I, when my parents, bless them, they pretty much indulged every fantasy I had about learning instruments to play and they bought them all for me and I'd have like one lesson thinking oh this is it I'm going to be Mozart and then oh I had to practice and it took ages and then I just ditched it all in so I just think I'm not really mentally programmed to be a person that really unless it comes naturally to me to an acquire a skill and I think this is a good one for you Daisy because obviously the dancing thing with you on Strictly seemed to come very naturally but it that did wasn't. not come naturally <laughs> I was I had a very good teacher um, very handsome but, good teacher let's not go back to Ali <laughs> no, but that's the thing you know yeah I can't wait to get to dance practice today yeah, yeah but it, yeah. Is, yeah. it is the most frustrating thing I've ever put myself through because actually what I worked out from being part of Strictly is that I'm really really bad at being crap at something <laughs> i get really frustrated the amount of grunts i made in that studio I'm like, um, and actually what i worked out is that it's not about how many times you fail it's how many times you pick yourself yeah. up um and actually because i had no choice but to go through because we were performing for over 10 million people every saturday <laughs> night you just have to carry on and try and get it but actually i was quite surprised at how much i wanted to Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. And but actually, there is something so satisfying about getting to that brink of oh, I just want to give up, and then and then cracking it. But how I, lo- how long did that take? Um, well, it it depended on week to week because you're because also you think that you finally got the hang of something, and then 
you know, because you finally get the hang of a ballroom dance and then you get thrown a Latin and then you go, oh no, okay, I've done this and now you're doing a Charleston. And the Charleston, I thought, was the hardest. You know, your fitness levels are insane. It's such high octane constantly. And I thought, right, I'm really fit now. Next week's going to be a doddle. And, and then we ended up doing the Paso and it took me out of, it took it out of me in a completely different yeah. way. And actually, because you only really get, you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you only really have those four days to learn a routine and polish it because Friday you're in the studio and Saturday you're doing it. Um, but you also have to do lots of VTs and you're yeah. doing it takes two, so it takes you out of it. So usually we'd call it tits up Tuesday <laughs> tits up Tuesday was always a nightmare because you're always making director's tapes and you um yeah and you think that the world is going to swallow you wish that the world would swallow you whole um and you think it's going to end um and that would always be the toughest and then you kind of reach a point where you go oh actually I can do this on Wednesday and by Thursday you're like okay I have to do this yeah. well you break through I guess you there's yeah. a reason for persevering because you will get through it mm. but what about you Joe? how uh, do you stand I, on the I mean home? I've been trying to uh, try, I'm crap at so many things <laughs> oh as how, if how long have you got but no I you know I exactly the same as you mm. I did tap dancing for three weeks piano for six weeks you know saxophone I couldn't even get <laughs> any semblance Sound of a out. proper noise out of it you know I oh Tried, I did I did play the recorder ah. <laughs> reasonably well but um and so it's very very difficult for me when I see the same in my daughter and I think it comes from a weird actually not from a laziness but from a perfectionism like yeah. if I can't do it well I'm too embarrassed to keep keep at it and yeah. be and be seen sucking at it for weeks and I'm finding that an absolute strain to try and encourage her yeah. because when I look back at my own childhood no. I was exactly the same yeah. and so now I can't play the piano when I, I wish I could so do you find now then Daisy that now you've done the Strictly thing do you think it'll actually change your attitude towards other things when you take up other sort well, of hobbies or skills and interests would, that you'll I would like to. I would like to think so. I mean, since coming back off of the tour, at once a week, um, me and wonderful Louise Redknapp um, have oh, been. We love Louise. Oh, I love Louise yeah. so much. I think she's the greatest person. She's coming. She's coming existed. in to do this. Soon. Is yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. the best. Um, and um, yeah, we decided that we wanted to carry on doing dance lessons with some of the professionals from the show, um, and this wonderful dancer who we did the tour with called Jake, and he does these dance classes with us, and we kind of stand there going, "Who the?" hell do we think we are we're dancing with all these professional dancers i'm always the dance of can the I, class Daisy Lowe, can i just interrupt you there does he happen to be wildly sexy <laughs> jake is very sexy yeah. i can show you some videos of him yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that would be fine Mo by me motivating <laughs> again you see totally um but he kind of yeah so we end up doing all and actually it is really hard to because i am the least talented dancer of all the people yes, there. Yes, that has been confirmed. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it is really hard, actually, every week going back and going, okay, I'm just going to do this again, knowing that I'm not that good. <laughs> so I'm just going to go and try and smash it because it becomes a personal goal yeah. as well. I, think I need it, to channel that. You're, you're good for me, I think, today. <laughs> yeah, I, this I need is to, really inspiring. Yeah, I need to stop being yeah. a, a filthy old quitter and actually persevering. Should we go back to that strutting class? Oh, my God, no. Don't <laughs> take me back there. <laughs> And now, as they used to say on Monty Python, now for something completely different. This is going to be really interesting because this comes from a feature that we have in the April April issue. Yes, April issue of Glamour about polyamorous relationships. Uh, there was a guy who uh, we interviewed. He lives with his boyfriend and his boyfriend's wife. Wow. Yeah. 
and they all um, sort of have sort of like very floating relationships and she's got a girlfriend and they, they both see other, the guys both see other people. And this has sparked, as you can imagine, furious conversation on, all, on our social media channels. A Daily Mail level yeah. of vitriol in, in the comment section so, of our Facebook which is page. kind of exciting as an editor when you get a reaction like that. But it's, you know, is it okay to have a polyamorous, uh, poly, I can't even say it, let alone do it, <laughs> a polyamorous relationship. I think it's okay to have a poly. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think it's okay to have a polyamorous relationship, but I think it's it's so personal, isn't it? It's it's a case of whatever floats your boat. Really, I don't I don't know. It's you know I don't want to be accused of being you know prejudiced in any way. I'm not going to say it's weird, but it's unusual. Isn't well, it's it? unconventional. I mean, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I I think personally, I'd be too possessive to share. I think once I would be in something, I'd want to be in it. What this guy says, um, which I found really interesting, is that he used to be possessive. But Mm. now that he used to have trust issues. But Mm. now he's in this thing where openly everybody gets to sleep with whoever they want to. That whole feeling of like, oh, my God, they're doing something behind my back is gone. And so he's completely at peace. I have to say, I mean, I found it um, really interesting because obviously the the initial comments are, I I think a lot of the comments came from people who hadn't even read the article. So they had no actual context or they'd not really delved into it in any depth. But I think the natural reaction is to go, oh, uh, greedy people, they have open relationships, they're having orgies, sex with everyone, blah, blah, blah. And it's such a sort of base way to look at it, I think, because what I think is really fascinating about this is that I think it's actually a very healthy way to live your life. Because if you, if you look at it, everyone in that situation, it's full disclosure. Mm. Everyone's, there's no deceit. No, no one's doing honest. anything behind anyone's back. Everyone acts on their urges yeah. instead of and I can of guarantee squashing you them, I guess. The people yeah. who are getting on their high horse about these kind of relationships are people, are you telling me these, these are people who have never got drunk and snogged somebody or had an affair or, you know, had a sort of dovetailing of one relationship into the next you know mm. i always find people that get so morally aggressive usually um, quite scared are usually the people who are basically quite corrupt in themselves maybe and i just you're think, right yeah well, maybe they're just like me thinking well how the hell would i get through all my stories on netflix <laughs> with, a, with another man in the well, house to satisfy my argument is i can't <laughs> yeah. find one person let alone multiple ones yeah, so i, like... I want to get some actual practical tips from these people um <laughs> but yeah oh, but also i'm also of the mindset of do you know what what does it matter? Why well, are you taking time out of your day to get so, he- so up and upset by somebody else? else. They're not doing you any harm. As far know? as the polyamorous relationship is concerned, I mean, it just sounds like there's a lot of love going on, hmm. which is never a bad thing. No. And I think, actually, a, a friend of mine said w- once was in a three-way relationship with a man and a woman, and he said, actually, that it was the most successful relationship he's ever had, (laughs) that there was no fighting, just a lot of compassion and support and that there was no jealousy. It just, it just existed. I just find it really hard to believe. Mm. I I really do. And I don't doubt that that's, you know, all power. I'm not wanting jealousy and deceit and possessiveness and all that. Mm. I just, I, I cannot get my head around that. You would never like, you know, in the story, uh, the woman sort of like goes into them in bed and says, oh, we, would it be all right if I slept with my husband tonight? There mm. must be times when she, when the answer's no, when she's resentful. Mm. There must be. It's interesting, isn't it? But I think, guess if, if, yeah. if that's what you've known and always known, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess, you know, it, it depends where you've started from. I think what's fascinating and what would be interesting, I think, is if you were, you know, if you were a couple and suddenly when do you have that conversation about I want to be a throuple I want to throw in mm. you know uh, other opportunities for myself and, and for you I think that's one hell of a question and a conversation I mean yeah. I think 
yeah it's about anything that shifts the goalpost obviously is going to be massively unsettling but i think i still maintain if you can be that honest to that mm. degree then you're not going to lie about anything else are you sure. really That's yeah true. and as long yeah. as i mean as long as it makes you feel good i think if i feel like if i was in that position it would make me go the other way i, I think that i'd feel yeah, like I, think I wasn't enough that's i think what you've hit the nail on the head there is i think you're either at that kind of person or you're not you're right because you know yourself you know what your boundaries are you know what your reactions to certain situations would be like and if you are an insecure or in any way just somebody who likes one-on-one it's not for you yeah. obviously sure but i think you know there are people who are a lot more relaxed and i with, like you daisy i do have friends that have a much more open relaxed situation with their, their partners and I would maintain they have one of the, some of the healthiest relationships mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Far yeah. healthier than some of the couples I know who are allegedly exclusive. A lot more honest. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly <laughs> exclusive. There were air quotes in that. I want to go back to something you said before about people sort of like really getting on their moral high horse and really getting angry mm. about things that don't particularly affect them. Mm. It's like, you know, you think about this situation or gay marriage and things like that. Why do you think people get so wound up about something that ultimately has nothing to do it's with not, them. You know, it's none of their business. My, my, you know, my gay friend getting married is has no bearing at all on your straight no. religious marriage. What, what no. That, I would say, yeah. is not okay. Yeah, it's not, it's okay. not okay. I, but I don't understand it. Personally, I think yeah. you ha- I barely have enough time in my day to worry about what's going on with me. And believe you me, yeah. I spend a lot of my time worrying about what's happening with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, my, my worrying about me schedule is far too, <laughs> sort of, you know, so for me to bother to get that, Het up and to waste energy about other people's business. I just don't get it. But, but I think that that's again, the point is that yeah. I think that those people are really bored and really angry about life. things in their own life yeah. that then they project all of that Maybe. rubbish into yeah. other things because actually that's almost their form of escapism yeah. is not looking at their own stuff. But I mean, you know, I, everyone knows when it comes to reading a story for the fourth time on proof, I'm like, oh God, I can't read <laughs> I have willingly read that polyamorous story about 15 times now. It's, it's yeah. just so other Mm -hmm. it's just so foreign to me and he sets out quite a compelling case for his lifestyle i would argue at least read it before writing comments about it people did it actually make you (laughs) did it make you (laughs) want to have a polyamory yeah a little bit did it no not not in the slightest come on joe now's the time to tell ross (laughs) it's it's happening ross i'm sorry to tell you (laughs) bombshell was dropped on the podcast today But did it actually inspire any, not that you would ever want it, but it, was there any part of you that, you know, he, clearly he's setting up a, a very good case and ultimately that no, even... No, uh, no because I, I just, like you I said, I just, I just know that I'm not... That kind of person. That yeah. kind of person. Yeah. I just found own. it really interesting. I think ultimately, you know, just do you. You do you. Yeah. Worry about what's going on with you and let other people figure out what works for them. I mean, come and on, you know, I'm putting the toilet seat down. <laughs> I'm cleaning up dog poo. I'm so doing like, everyone's I, laundry yeah, it's like I don't need jo another also person has a to very deal with. Demanding Netflix habit. She hasn't got time for another person in her life. <laughs> okay, well, I think we've solved all the problems with the world. Thank you so much to my special guest today, James Williams. Thank you very much. And Miss Daisy Lowe. Thank you for having me. Come back soon. We love you and we love Monty. Oh, we love you guys. <laughs> if you're enjoying Glamour Hates, okay, please do subscribe on iTunes. It costs you nothing and then you've never got to live through the horror of missing an episode of your favourite podcast. And we'd love to hear from you if you've got any suggestions for topics. We just want to, you know, come along and say hi. Do email me, editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk. See you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.